Alright, let's get this underway. What, what am I talking about? If I can just trust one more person, Empty Stats Podcast. He's top five all time, Walt. If you're looking for a review of the game, you're not going to get it here. Righto, I'll just go fuck myself then. That tampers his legacy. He carried an absolute bunch of scrubs. Oh, he's tall. Let's draft him. Just an uh, absolutely horrible first take. The emptiest of stats possible. You've just got more content from us with the video games episode. And you thought that the Empty Stats boys weren't going to come in and give you an Ashes preview. Well, you've got us absolutely fucked up. The boys are back. <laughs> Here we are. The, uh, the, the great race at Bathurst has been, and we don't even have time to review it because we're already into the cricket, the Ashes preview. The Ashes are starting. I'm fucking pumped. I love this shit. No work is going to be done. Start me up on a Wednesday, 11 o'clock to 6 p.m. I'm not doing anything. I'm in front of the TV. Boys, I'm excited. How are you guys feeling about this series? Bathurst was on on the weekend, first of all. (laughs) You didn't check it out. I did not check it out. I did not check it out. I didn't even know it was on, but... uh... I mean, I I wouldn't mind uh, actually doing a Formula One update here uh, on the podcast. Um, You know, just just mentioning the racing... uh, at the you know the what is it the championship right now is at the hottest it ever been anyway i'm derailing a little bit i concur with you walter i mean the ashes i mean the summer of cricket or you know whatever it is um it's a good time of year you know but being growing up in Mildura, it's always been good you know go out i set up the tv outside or something or you know get on the houseboat and you know just get the beers flowing get the get the cricket on all day for five days straight and then you know just have a sesh with the boys really that sounds poetic that sounds very <laughs> nice. But if we're doing a recap on uh, on worldwide sports, um, can I get an update of um, what happened with that uh, snake draft um, results on the on the poll? Walt, did we we ever hear who won that that debate? Well, it depends who you ask, because there was a few, there was a few different uh, social media platforms canvassed for results. But uh, I'll let Walt's. Uh, you know, give the results of the, the rigged contest that he uh, did on official, on, uh, on Instagram. <laughs> the, the, the rigged results, you mean? Yeah, from the Instagram voting, it was a very surprising result. We had, I think, about twelve people write back to us. Uh, turns out, about six of them have never watched basketball before, as they voted for <laughs> for Vinny's Vinny's team that wouldn't be able to, uh, yeah, space space out the floor. And I still don't quite understand how it happened. But yes, Vinny's team. Uh, got up on on the polls, so so well done, mate. Your your smug look is giving me the shits, but uh, that's fine. Absolute <laughs> casuals. They've just seen LeBron James's name and they've just thought, oh yeah, he's good, isn't he? Oh, he's got so- he's got Giannis, and he won last <laughs> year. Therefore, quick. All right, yeah, you salty salty blokes can't take it. Uh, but uh, give me my flowers. Uh, I'm very pumped for the Ashes in my hometown of Brisbane. Obviously, wouldn't mind getting along to a day, but I haven't got anything planned. But I mean. Aussies could take this one out in, in three days' time, really. And, so, And just quickly, we're jumping ahead a little bit in time here, but what about if you're a Perth resident now at the moment as well? And you're just, you know, looking forward to coming, you know, five days of cricket down in the Wacker, but McGowan's just cock-blocking you, and it's getting a little bit ridiculous kind of what's happening there. Oh, it's fucked. The Republic of WA. Uh, I don't know, but if Melbourne gets the uh, the fifth test now, I might might actually be able to get myself there. So I don't know. I might uh, reap the rewards of this shit. So I'm pretty 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 happy about it. No, we're not complaining. That's for sure. Before we get into the actual series itself and start talking about that, I guess we should probably talk on some of the more broader cricketing topics 
first, you know, give give people the rundown. I mean, as I said, we're just we're just fucking pumping out content at the moment. How much more could you want? But here we are again. And I, just one <laughs> one thing I one thing I want to talk about first is obviously the pain saga. So we're leading up to the Ashes series. It's it's massive. We Australia hasn't actually played cricket for about it's got to be at least six years now. I don't know when the last time we played a fucking test and. We might have lost at the Gabba against uh, the India Fours or something. I can't remember. But it was so long ago that it doesn't matter. And then leading up to this series, we get fucking pain sending dick pics back four years ago, mind you. And now not only is he not the captain, but he's not in the team. So we've got a new wicketkeeper, new captain. I mean, what what do we think is going on here, boys? The Australian cricket reputation gets knocked about a bit. How, how How's the team looking at them <laughs> at the moment in the, in the media? Come well, you need to rewind a little bit there. That the heartache has happened way before the dick pics. What about our man Stuart McGill just getting fucking kidnapped <laughs> by his own family? I did not expect that. No, hold on, hold on. Didn't he set that whole thing up to get out of some kind of thing? Isn't that the isn't that the controversy that he? he I haven't heard that. I'm pretty yeah, sure there's no, this. Was... There, was a, there was a conspiracy theory that he that he set the whole thing up to to kind of um, get out of some kind of payment or something that he'd done. I can't remember exactly <laughs> what it was, but uh, yeah. It was, darker. It, was, it was pretty sus if you look into it a little bit more as well. Yeah, he went down the uh, – who was that bloke? Have you ever seen the show Empire? That that juicy Smalley A bloke or Smollett or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Jesse there. Smalley, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, I think he yeah. went down that path. It's like, oh, we'll just we'll film this, and uh, even though it's actually my my brother and his missus, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll just make it look like I've been I've been kidnapped. <laughs> I guess Julie McGoo, he had a rough run there. Yes, so, <laughs> so that's a strange but, one. But, but more, I mean, more so the Tim Payne, just you know the the captain. I think John Howard once once said that it's the most important uh, position you can hold in in Australia is being the uh, captain of the Australian cricket team. Has he let us down or is it just a bit of uh, bit of tomfoolery gone wrong? Well, yeah, I guess we've got to be careful kind of what we say here because I think the listener base is building. And, I mean, you know, I've got some people at work listening to this. I've got some people in particular circles. You have to be you have to be careful what you say around these <laughs> topics. Influential. <laughs> around these topics kind of sometimes. <laughs> sometimes but um look at the time i guess when he did the the sexting he wasn't the captain well that that's correct i'm correct in saying that aren't i yes, but yes then the I, timeline and then, is correct. you know yeah and they then, promoted him after the scandal oh well, well, yeah then they had the, <laughs> the hold on i'm getting to that they had the investigation they cleared him of any wrongdoing now I can't comment on whether that's right or wrong. I don't know the whole the whole, the yeah, whole circumstances. It was, like, it was like cleared him of wrongdoing in the contract. It's like, hey, look, Tasmania cricket doesn't have a sexting clause, so I'm good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, and then you know he's been so yeah he got made captain after the ball tampering scam scandal yeah or was that before, yeah. before that yeah, yeah so then after, after that after that so yeah I'm trying to get my timeline right with all this. So, yeah, they clearly had one captain fuck up who, you know, got bitched over by David Warner. Um, you know, Steve Smith Steve Smith couldn't fucking hand, handle um, Warner's <laughs> – basically, Warner was the captain of the team off the field by the sounds of it. I don't I don't really know where to, where to go uh, with the Tim Payne scandal right now. I mean, he's obviously pulled out from the team here as well due to mental health and, you know, he stepped down from the captaincy. And I don't really know why the why – the, Pulling out was his issue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know why the chick has brought it up, why the other party has brought it up at this time. You know, maybe she didn't feel like she was, um, or she was justified in, um, you know, Cricket Australia's response to the whole situation and 
you know, obviously letting him off everything, and then not not only that, but making him captain, and you know, him kind of, you know, his career flourishing. And I'm not really sure kind of what happened with her career, or I don't even know if she's been, you know, been announced who she is. So it happens everywhere. It happens a lot of different places. It happens in the general public. So you know, it's not so con- it's not so surprising it does happen in the professional landscape as well. But so yeah, I'm rambling on a bit too much about it. Let me cut in. You, you're sweating quite a lot, Andrew. You're getting very nervous, and uh, I'll bail you out here. Our last two, our last two captains we've had: a cheater and now an adulterer. Who are we going to get next? Fucking Ivan Milat. Jesus Christ. Let's, let's get this right, people. Uh, shouldn't be that fucking hard. We thought we got some pretty, you know, straight shooters in Steve Smith and Tim Payne, but now we've got Big Paddy Cummins. Uh, like, God, he's an upstanding bloke. Um, look forward to the um, pedophilia uh, scandal to come. Uh, but uh, I reckon it's the right call. Um, having a bowler <laughs> as captain, you got to adapt yeah. or die. So I, I'm, I'm pumped for, for Cummins to uh, step in. I think uh, if they were looking for a straight shooter, obviously after the uh, the investigation, the Cricket Australia saw the photos and, and knew they had that in Tim Payne from the photos. So um, <laughs> they, they just, uh, it just went wrong. Paddy Cummins, captain. I mean, don't get many many fast bowlers doing it these days, but he does seem like a, a good bloke, man of the earth. Uh, he's a absolute cracking player as well so probably a probably a safe choice would have been very very risky to go steve smith after everything that he went through with the uh sandpaper gate i don't know nah, i still, I, I, I still I think, would have liked to have seen steve smith yeah, i think he's I, like our best player and he's uh he's done it before um hopefully he learned from it you know you, you do the time he's done it he's back now i feel like he's uh he's redeemed himself enough um so i would have liked to have seen steve smith but I, i'm not i'm not too angry about it. Yeah, Steve, Steve, um, Steve Smith should have been captain, I reckon. He's still his vice captain now, but I mean, and just quickly, I mean, Tim Payne as well. If you've seen his partner, she's a fucking smoke show. So I know what he's doing there. And then you know, of course, she's found he's she's found out about it. She's been told about it. They got over it, and then now to bring it up again and you know to rehash it all. Uh, yeah, not not great situation overall, obviously. The yeah. word is that um, Brittany Renner was on the other text line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah, probably not too much to say. Obviously, uh, Kitty with his industry ties wanted to keep that very safe <laughs> uh, and didn't, didn't didn't want to uh, you know didn't want to offend anyone that he uh, has has listening. I've I've really only got my mum and dad listening at the moment, so they they probably know my thoughts and feelings around these sort of things. That's that's all right. We'll uh, we'll step away from these more touchy touchy subject subjects. And we'll go on to the, I guess, the Ashes rivalry as a whole. There's obviously a reason why these series mean more than others and why the general public like to get involved with an Ashes series. Uh, where do you think it, I guess, stacks up, you know, to just the the all-time greatest rivalries? And even why is it is it so big? Because I know when when the Ashes is on, like, I'm just, I'm just glued. Who even else can come near the rivalry, really? Australia versus England in the ashes is something that's penciled in every four years and both countries hate each other pretty much because of this one rivalry uh you know obviously we're friends in many ways but poms versus aussies it's it's just as epic as it gets what about kanye drake bitches that is all fake news (laughs) 
No, Sri Lanka, uh, Bangladesh, uh, you know, Muralithra and uh, 400 <laughs> wickets against, or 500 wickets against Bangladesh. Okay. But no, I, I agree. I think, I mean, in terms of, we can only, I can only really talk on Australian sport and, you know, you obviously we've got our club rivalries and whatever within our, you know, own domestic competitions, but internationally, nothing really, nothing really compares um, to the, to an Ashes series. Um, you, you know, maybe there's some rivalries, you know, that have gone on for a longer period of time, but even across the, you know, world sport, I don't think there's too many rivalries that kind of come close to this. Yeah, it's absolutely massive. And you can, I love the fact that, you know, all the English people come out of the woodwork a bit and they get around the Barmy army and all mm. that, like, and they're absolutely ragging on you, but you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, Oh fuck, that's actually pretty funny. Well done. You yeah. got me. Uh, <laughs> and it's all like the colony versus, you know, the, you know, the, the versus the, you know, the, the home country, the home country, whatever. And, all the history that goes back into that. And, you know, I, I do love all the history. You know, I do love the Vashes over there as well. You know, the Lords the, and, um, you know, all the old cricket grounds they have there and all the history that's tied back in there. Um, but, yeah, nah, I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Big on it. Big on it too. Um, and even just the the build-up to it. And I remember being a, a young pup and looking at that fucking trophy and thinking that these guys are going to be having a laugh. Like, I just got... Fucking Div Two runner-up MVP, and it was a bigger trophy <laughs> than that. I just didn't uh, didn't quite understand, but um, yeah, you get the meaning behind it and everything that's that's happened in there. Yeah, you understand why why they all want to. What about lift up that little bitch? What about the um the Stanley Cup in NHL? Have you seen that? It's like legitimately the size of a person, and then you yeah. chuck that next to the Ashes, and you're like, what what the fuck's going on here? Center made for ants. <laughs> the the Stanley Cup never comes home though, because all the blokes just get pissed as take it out with them on the town, and then they have, just have to get a new one. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of of uh, these the rivalries and whatnot, the what's your greatest memories or your your best Ashes moments that you remember uh, across the years? Borderline series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were huge, huge on that one, were you? I remember. Um, I can't remember what cricket game it was, but there was a cricket going back to maybe just rehashing back to our video game uh, episode we just dropped. There was a a cricket game we had to kind of reenact the those um, famous cricketing moments, and one of them was a borderline series, and fuck, it was hard to beat. <laughs> yeah, that was that was Ricky Ponting cricket. Oh, it was Ricky Ponting. Yeah, I remember cricket, that. Was it? Yep. I wasn't sure what game it was, but I do remember it. But um, no, I don't really remember much much about the borderline series other than what is it? Um, bowl to the bowl to the fucking hip, basically. You wouldn't remember much of the series because it happened in the 1940s, <laughs> uh, obviously. <laughs> but it was because earlier, I think it was 1930s. Yeah, just the English bowling at the body of Bradman and and the rest of the Australians when there was no helmets or anything, mm. just literally trying to kill them. But apparently, it was tough batting. So, but. Uh, Bradman's still the goat, but um, some some of my fondest, um, I'd say number one, got to be the Steve War uh, century last ball of the day. He's sitting on ninety eight, and all of the like pressure against him at the moment, and like people calling for his head, saying he should be dropped, and um, then he comes out, hits a hundred off the last ball of the day. Everyone's going fucking crazy. I even bought like the the DVD that recaps the day. And I used to watch it like pretty regularly, so that was elite. Jeez, that's some fanboy shit. Yeah, that was massive though. Just yeah, it was the last ball of the day, wasn't it? Fuck, that is, that's absolute scenes. Uh, one that stands out for me, and I'm not sure if it was just kind of like 
the time or you know when i think i was 15 at the time was the um the harmison wired uh, for some reason there was so much <laughs> there was so much like I, I don't know there was just so much build up of it or, or you know i can't remember exactly why but um I think it was an extended break between the two different between the the two ashes or something along those lines, and um, you know, there's just so much lead in, so much hype, and then I think the crowd was going skits, and then he just bowls his wide out to second slip, and it was just <laughs> he just he just second he, or third. Oh, fucking hell, he let it go. And it was in it was in Australia too, and he just did mm. not fucking he copped it for the rest of the series, and I, I don't think he, I really don't think he had a um, you know. A good series after that, personally, and I think we won five five zero in that uh, in that uh, Ashes series here. So that was one that really stands out for me um, off off the bat. Yeah, it doesn't uh, bode your team well with uh, you know much confidence when you're ragging it out to to second slip off the first first pill. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know whether it was the same series or not. I'm sort of getting muddled up a little bit, but yeah, I, I just remember Mitch Johnson in probably like I think it's 2013 series just absolutely ripping through them. There's no man has ever looked angrier while it's running at full tilt at other, you know, grown men. Just mm. the left arm absolutely slinging that thing. And, oh, man, he was just making it move. He was a very, uh, what I found to be, a bit of an inconsistent bowler. But when he had it going on, the bouncer, mm. the bouncer was aggressive. The Yorker was aggressive. I reckon, he, I reckon he might have made some runs as well with the bat, just mm. absolutely swinging yeah. it. And, yeah, just just huge. And, yeah, just the the aggression is what you remember. Uh, you, the people not only that were playing for the English team, but any person who had uh, English heritage in their family looked scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were going to touch on the Aussie cricket reputation. And back then, you know, we had that team that just – was intimidating all, all around and you know uh, it was you know warner loves getting in people's heads i think it was um you know brad Haddon and the boys that just love just chirping all day and all night i reckon if, you know some of the shit that would have been said behind the stumps over the years if that, <laughs> if that came you know if that came out there'd be some well, reputations ruined wasn't wasn't that the series i think james anderson who like can't bat for shit is mm. coming coming in right at the end and i don't know why but then michael clark just sort of goes up to him and he's like Get ready for a broken fucking arm, cunt, and then and then, walks, <laughs> and then and then walks back to second sleep, and everyone's just like, "Oh shit, okay." They <laughs> <laughs> right. caught it on caught it on stump camp, and just, yeah. just like, "Okay, like where where is the mark? Like what are we doing here? Is that just banter or just straight up?" <laughs> Gee, so that's where McGill gets his killer instinct from. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back to the moments. Um... I mean, one that was most recently, and it's probably you know, it's not an Australian one, but it was that Stokes, um, that Stokes okay. innings to win the uh, the Headingley um, Test there, and I think they came in. I think they were three hundred and fifty nine down in going into the second innings. I think they got bowled out for sixty seven in the first innings. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You you think they were exactly <laughs> three hundred and fifty nine? <laughs> like not not oh they were. Not they were over three hundred or oh like around three fifty. I th- think they were three hundred and fifty nine. Okay, you got me again. You got me again. I'm looking at the fucking stats right here. Yeah, don't act like you're not dual screening this. Bitch. Oh, and uh, you want to know Ben Stokes? He made one hundred thirty-five nine out of two hundred nineteen. So, so. Oh, you think? So? Eleven fours, uh, something eight. like eight, something like eight sixes with a strike rate. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh, around 61.64. That really was a god-tier knock. Like, yeah. one of the best in cricket history. Almost as good as his knock out um, at a pub uh, earlier in the year. <laughs> but yeah, he shouldn't um, have been yeah. allowed to play anyway. Exactly. But, I mean... Everyone wants to talk about it, but it shouldn't. It shouldn't have got to that point. I, I haven't seen someone be more plum than what he was with uh, when Nathan Lyon, when they were about eleven runs short, maybe I don't know, maybe eleven, uh, when they were eleven runs short, and uh, <laughs> and it's absolutely skidded down. It was hitting middle of middle. And I don't know who the umpire's name was, but you know. Fucking hell! It was it was as plumb as it gets, and then obviously we missed the run out as well when they were uh, I think two runs short or four, whatever it was. Well, and, I think uh, we dro- a I think calamity we dro- of errors. I think we dropped um, Stokes earlier in the innings too. Um, so there was multiple different um, multiple oh, different opportunities. Sucks. Fucking hell! It's actually um, getting PTSD. It's all coming back now, but yeah. because we couldn't review the Nathan Lyon decision either. Because mm. about two overs beforehand, uh, it was like Cummins bowling and Payne decided to challenge, even though, you know, if you watch the highlights, Cummins is like, no, don't, like, it's there's no point. Mm. But, mm. you know, it looked like the game was lost. We've gone the Hail Mary. So then we didn't have any reviews and, oh, fuck, then we lost the run. And, oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a, a historic match. But jokes on them. We still fucking won the series, so fuck off. Mm. It was actually a, it was actually a drawn series, so we actually fucked it. We we retained, but we didn't actually. Yeah, win. but we we retained. It, it after <laughs> still counts. It still still felt like we won that series, so fuck the haters. Yeah, true, and it was against England too, who were still claiming that fucking 2019 one day World Cup when they fucking drew with New Zealand and got on a count back. So whoever's listening here from England, go fuck yourself. <laughs> back back to the good memories. Does anyone? <laughs> Does anyone remember the Siddle Hattrick um, Boxing Day test? Uh, I can't remember what year it was. Probably like 10 years ago now, but far out. I was with some mates um, at college and just watching it going absolutely bananas um, every wicket that he got. And then I think I almost smashed a window when he got his hattrick because I was I was that elated. Um, so that, that's a good memory for me. Was that a pun relating to uh, his dietary intake? Um <laughs> no, I've got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <Going> bananas. <laughs> Siddle. That's sharp. Siddle. <laughs> that is good. He's yes, the banana diet. Siddle used to eat, or well, apparently, I'm not sure if he still does, he used to eat like 30 bananas a day. Um, yeah, I think That's he disgusting. <laughs> what kind of freak would eat that many lollies in a day? Let's not get started on lolly intake. But, no, look up Siddle banana intake if you want to be uh, – if you want to be enlightened to his uh, dietary requirements. We're talking bananas or like lolly we're ta- bananas? We're talking full-size fucking bananas, mate. He would eat upwards of 20 <laughs> per day. Full-size bananas, full, <laughs> 20 per day. So oh. that's what I thought your pun was about, basically, when you said you were going bananas. So. Yeah, I've got levels. I've got levels. <laughs> I honestly uh, can't even concentrate. I'm so fucking angry. That was so out in Headingley. It's fucking bullshit. Um, <laughs> anyway, we move on. <laughs> I really don't want to though that's fucking bullshit anyway uh, <laughs> one question I wanted to pose to a couple of like-minded gentlemen in yourselves is uh, why Why do you think women don't like the sport I mean even just the, the pure mention of the thing uh, gets my fiance just all up in a uproar 
uh, what? Why the reaction? Is it the slowness? Is it just the uh, the very boys' club nature of the thing? What What do you think? What do we reckon's happening there? Well, let's let's be honest. It's it's the most white privileged sport in fucking history, except for maybe polo. That's that's pretty white privilege, but eh, I don't know. It's pretty inclusive these days. Like you've got the subcontinents yeah. and the the those type of countries playing it. Um, yeah, it's like the biggest in India. India's oh, just fucking shut my mouth. And- <laughs> 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 I mean, if you could, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not sure who else can play it really. Like if uh, Africans, maybe. I mean, we're, we're talking but- Australia though. Only in the last couple of years has it has it really been much publicity um, for for women's. Even though for like decades the the Aussies have been dominating the females' um, cricket. Yeah, look, it's a bit, it's a lot more inclusive now. So maybe they'll come around, but yeah, it's just, it's not overly exciting. I can understand why they don't really fuck with it. Well, I know a lot of blokes that don't like cricket, um, especially like te- test match cricket. These days, it's a dying art form, or not? It's not dying, but I feel like amongst people our age, people say, "Oh, you know, big, big bash or whatever is, you know, fun to watch," but they don't like watching test cricket. I'm like, get, go get your fucking head checked, mate, if you don't like watching test, <laughs> if you don't like watching test cricket. I mean, like like we said at the start of the podcast, it's one of the best things to just crack open a few beers and just sit around with the boys and watch and watch cricket. And maybe that's why it's kind of, you know, a bit more popular with the males is, you know, we just like sitting around with the boys, having a few beers, watching the cricket, whereas, you know, perhaps it's uh, it's a little bit less popular with the, with the females. Mm. I'll, I'll tell you a story. When, I, when the first T20 game started, I was watching it with my grandpa. It was like a day-nighter. And it was... Pretty exciting. I think uh, Ponting scored like 92, and I was like, "Shit, this is this is not bad. Like a bit of a different change." And I was like, "Oh, Grandpa, what do you reckon?" And he was just like, "Nah," just like didn't even give <laughs> anything fair. more than that. And now I completely <laughs> understand because T20 is a fucking waste of time, and I don't want to see it on my screen. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't mind when the big bash is on, and like you know, you come home, you just can chuck it on after work, and it's just always on. It's like a kind of thing to watch, but. I'm never watching over test cricket, and yeah, same same with me with uh, my old man. He's a fucking purist, and he basically forced me to play cricket for one season. He got one of my mates to come around and pick me up for training, and like literally, would, <laughs> literally wouldn't let him leave till till, till I went with him. Oh, it was the worst year of my life. I think I got about four ducks, and one of them was a game losing. <laughs> one of them was a game losing duck. I think I had to. I think all I do was get, was get off strike and so let the other guy make eleven runs so he could win, but I got out. So that's that's one of my worst sporting moments of all time. Uh, but yeah, and my dad's got the um, theater room at his uh, at his building booked for the next five days to watch to, to watch the test. So he, he loves it. He loves it. He does. He does. Shout out to Big AK. Um, I guess it is the fact that like girls want to actually do something with their days and almost also want to do something with their boyfriends and like i've already marked it down in the calendar just don't talk to me for the next five days so it probably doesn't uh it probably doesn't bode well it's probably why they don't uh don't like the sport that much because it's it is pretty hard to comprehend why it would take so long but that's the beauty of it it's why i love it and uh it's why i'm excited but uh, moving moving on to the series at hand, final point. We've actually finally gotten around to talking about the actual cricket that's coming. Um, Australia, England, starting in at the Gabba, I believe, uh, for for the first test, uh, a sacred ground for us, where uh, where we're meant to be unbeatable. So hopefully get off to a good start for the for the Aussies. Obviously, Payne is not in. 
We've got Alex Carey coming in for the wicketkeeper position. We've got Marcus Harris coming in uh, as the opener with Davey Warner. And at the rest of the team is pretty much solid. But at five, we've got Travis Head, who who made the uh, the team over Usman Kawaja, which which I didn't rate the pick. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of Uzi. But um, Travis Head, probably a bit of a futuristic pick, uh, going for someone a bit younger, who hopefully, you know, cement his place in the side. Um, I mean, I'm pretty confident with the lineup. Any uh, any comments, you lads, on the uh, on the first eleven? Yeah, look, I'm not actually going to bullshit you here too much, Walt. Um, I haven't been <laughs> outside of the Tim Payne saga. I haven't really been following cricket too much lately. So, I mean, I look at our list. I look at our, you know, it it all seems pretty standard. I, I'm I'm I just want to see um, loose bus change your bloody Steve Smith knock a few around the around the bloody um. Around the pitch, and you know we've got our three kind of, well, we've got our four really, our world-class bowlers there steaming down. I mean, if you compare our, you know, our lineup to England's, I mean, they're pretty solid. Lucky they got Ben Stokes in, I think, and he'll really add something to to their lineup. But besides that, I mean, I think we we should win this series pretty easily based on you know just my quick little kind of name check on on the lists. Fresh off the, you know, the World Cup of T20 whatever the fuck, Mega Bowl, who gives a <laughs> shit. Um, you know, they're going to bring some confidence in with that. And, um, yeah, I, I, I've pretty much done the same as you, Kitty. I, I don't really follow cricket during the year. It's only when it's in Australia and over the summer that I give a shit. Um, but I'm a, a diehard as well. I don't even – I can barely fucking know any of these guys on the England team. So um, just by that, I'm going to say they're shit because I don't know them. And um, the Aussies, very solid. We've got a pretty solid team for years on years, and just the bowling lineup is just delightful. Just mm. they, You just know they're going to get it done. Yeah, you say that, and yet, yeah, the, the India force got it done against us last year. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. Like you look at it, it's, 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 it's tall lads. It's. It's Hazelwood, Cummins, Stark, and then you've got Lyon to, you know, tie up and end. It should work. It should be very, very solid, world-class bowling lineup. But I don't know. I've just seen I've seen enough over the last 18 months to show me that, you know, when times get tough, they can't get the remaining wickets. But that being said, who's going to be fucking batting for them? Jack Leach? Fuck that cunt. Uh, wow. So <laughs> Jack Leach? Who's going to be? Isn't he the bowler? <laughs> I think I've I think I've picked on the number eleven batsman, but still, I don't I don't have the I don't have the dual screen that you've got. We can't yeah we can't can't afford that over here at Enterprises. And I guess touching on your little your I guess knowledge, well, what do you think of our kind of batting lineup? I mean, David Warner, yeah, he comes out with a century every now and then, but he he can be pretty um you know inconsistent. Harris, I haven't really seen too much of him or what he's been doing lately internationally. You know, we've got obviously Marnus and Steve Smith who are pretty good, but then you know you got Travis Head, Green, and Carey, all kind of relatively unproven at this level. I don't know. Well, thoughts? Yeah, Um, I mean. Warner, he was probably for the last two, three years, probably the king of the empty stats, I would say. Um, I think when we went over there in 2019, the bloke literally averaged like five for the series. And it's like, oh, David Warner, he can't play anymore. And I'm like, yeah, probably can't. And then we come over to Australia against um, 
an absolute third-rate Pakistan side. He bashes a three hundred and thirty odd, and uh, all is uh, all is all, all is well. All is well. With David for Warner, five years. Yeah, exactly. So, look, I'm I'm interested to see how Warner goes. Um, Stuart Broad really had had him figured out. So, the uh, the ball doesn't move as much over here. So we should see a, a lot of runs from from the top end. Marcus Harris, you know, big summer. It's a big big summer for Harris and Head to try to cement their their spots. It's been a bit of a you know, a rotation there at the top order with Harris. We had Joe Burns, who was who was doing fuck all. Bancroft, who got um, yeah mixed up in the sandpaper incident. So it'd be good to see Harris get that. Yeah, Manus, Steve Smith, solid as. And then Cameron Green, just huge series for him as well. Mm. He's uh, you know potentially future captain looking down the line. Really excited to see what he can do. He's like eight foot tall. You just want to see him just get on the front foot. I would love to just have him just tonk Ben Stokes back back oh, nice. over his head just time and time again. Yeah. And then and then it's obviously uh Carey, but I mean, brand new position for him. There's a few wicket keepers in the in the ranks. It's obviously a big one for him in terms of you know, trying to make that position his, but uh, you know, it is also his, his debut, so he probably gets a little bit of leeway there. But I, I like the team. Like I said before, would rather Usman, but I've had a bit of a, a soft spot for him for for many years now and feel like he's uh he's probably been a little bit underdone with the opportunities he was able to get and how many runs he could have made for australia but you know travis head comes in see how he goes he's been given a fair few chances now and uh yeah it's really time for him to to cash in i see england's got an ollie pope in their team when when do we bring our pope in lloyd is he is he on the brink of selection yet, or what? The, the battle of the popes. I'm not not sure. Lloyd's knocking on the door. I don't think he made the uh, the 28. Uh, oh, he might have actually. Oh fuck, I can't I can't remember. Good old Lloyd. Ollie Ollie Pope. Uh, I don't even know if he's in the side. Is he? Have they? Have, have, yeah, Ollie, Ollie Pope's in the side. Yeah. Is he in the uh, Is he in the 11? Uh, have they announced their 11 yet? Uh, at time of yeah, record. They yeah. have announced it, but I'm not looking at it. From what I'm reading, uh, they've announced it. So unless I'm looking at something you that's... Think, uh, you think they have announced it? I think the 11 is... Uh, <laughs> I've got it on the dual screen. Or maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Where else are you going to get this kind of fucking analysis? <laughs> nah, nah, it's there, it's there, it's there, it's there. He's definitely... Ollie, Ollie Pope is in it. Ollie Pope's in it. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not... I can't go into the... Uh, the England team as as much. They have played about 18 tests this year, so they should be ready to go. Joe Root's made a, a cockload of runs. Uh, he's in great form, but the rest of them, I don't know, probably nick off. They'll be fine. So that sounds like uh, Aussies 3-1 for me. 3-1 for you, I think. I think I'm going to go 4-zip, and uh, it'll be a it'll be a draw on the uh, at, at the G. I'm going to go 3 Three two. I reckon they're going to actually win a couple. Australia. Fuck. Sometimes I like to see Australia Australia lose. I mean, I don't know why, but this can't. Maybe maybe Jeez. it's a maybe it's our <laughs> arrogance. I like to see it check sometimes. And um, and yeah, I guess most runs I'm going to go Steve Smith. Most wickets Cummings probably. Yeah, Steve Smith most runs, and I reckon he's a sneaky chance for most wickets as well. I reckon just his his leggies are just that good. <laughs> I'm not sure he'll be bowling many leggies. Yeah, I think uh, I'll go Manus for for most runs, due for another another big one, and uh, most most wickets are uh, Hazelwood. 
he'll uh, he'll get down there line and length line and length stuff it's going to be great so yeah i think uh i think that has it for the the preview we'll, we'll try to bash this out um bit of uh bit of housekeeping uh we'll uh we'll be going to fortnightly releases uh, over the next couple of months while the boys gallivant on holidays and do all the christmas stuff and uh you know we've given you two episodes this week so get stuffed all right boys we'll wrap it up there uh, that's the ashes preview i'm 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 so pumped it's gonna be unreal first ball tomorrow 11 a.m at the gabba we'll see you guys there Bye. see ya that's boys <laughs>